3: Welcome back, everybody, to the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad on the from the alter tapes. I should say. Um, I'm Bobby Torres here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jamie,
2: and I'm Jamie Howard.
3: I was just watching Halloween for, her, and I always want to scream your name like
2: Jamie. <laughs> Listen, every every single time I rewatch that movie or um, one of the camp counselors and one of like oh, the yeah. friday the 13th is, <laughs> is jamie yeah it's a whole thing like it's so
3: annoying yeah um anyways um you can find my podcast on all podcasting platforms on apple google spotify it's called the people under the scares with my co-host michael anthony we just came back for a season two um so by the time this episode come out we should be on our third episode Yay. i believe so Ooh. yes and you can also <laughs> find me bobby likes to spooky on youtube i just got done reviewing all the halloween films with some people <laughs> and i'm exhausted but we're not going to talk about that but go back and watch those jamie where can everybody find you
2: <laughs> all i can think about is that ticker sound Was like mm, today drained me like that, that was that was me oh yes. after yes was seeing halloween ends. right we both logged into this chat like well, anyways, no, um, you should, everybody that's listening should go watch, uh, Bobby's YouTube because his background is like all of his Halloween horror collector stuff. And it makes me so happy. It's good. Like spooky atmosphere. If you work from home, oh, thank like, you. chores, I love it.
3: Oh, I'm, thank you. I love like, you.
2: <laughs> <stand. laughs> I love you too, honey. Listen, the Halloween episodes had me rolling. Y'all were cracking me up. Um, you can find me uh, with the Bloody Broads. We are at Bloody Broads Pod on all of our social media and our Gmail. Uh, we, gosh, we just covered the original Halloween. And by the time this comes out, our episode on Nope will have come out, which Bob and I talked yes. at length about. <laughs> Shocker. Um but I'm also on Twitter as at I love uh, seeing people live tweet movies. It just cracks me up. I don't live tweet that often, but it's, it just is very funny to me when people do it. But today we are talking about the short Lily, uh, written and directed by, and Bobby and I both are going to butcher your name. I'm so sorry. It is Ifka Von Berklier. Uh, she is from the Netherlands, currently in Seattle. And I was obsessed with this short. The log line is a young actress's audition grows increasingly tense mm. with every line read in this single take horror for the hashtag Me Too era.
3: So when I first seen this, I didn't expect to be I didn't expect the short to be just like this the whole entire time where you're just focused on her. We are literally watching an adult um audition tape. Literally just watching the whole thing. And I had a feeling like all right, this guy's gonna be a perv. It's gonna be He's just going to be disgusting, but I was not expecting. I know we'll get there, but at that end, I was like gagging. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but I loved oh. it.
2: <laughs> well, I know. I know. I was super shocked. So I didn't read the log line. I just saw the title Lily, and I saw that it's spelled L-I-L-I, which she mentions at the top mm-hmm. of the uh, of the story. Um. And we'll get into the director, the man. He's just credited as man. Um, but he even says, Oh, that's my, you know, my daughter's name, which kind of ties into the whole, I guess men are always saying, mm. you know, well, as a father, yeah. when they talk about the Me Too movement or just women in general, Child. they're always prefacing it with as a father, you know. I'm always right. like, Okay, like why can't you just care about women? <laughs> like <laughs> But, um, and it, it dawned on me after the twist ending of this short, uh, why she spells it L I L I. And then you and I watched an uh, an interview with Ghouls Magazine with the writer and director. Um, and it is a Easter egg. So they based Lily yes. off of the female demon Lilith, who's like one of my favorite mythological characters of all time. Uh, love that. She said there were other Easter eggs in the short too. So I'm going to go back and watch it. But I mean, this is just under 10 minutes long. It's like eight minutes and 40 seconds. And this did more in eight minutes and 40 seconds with a single take. And literally just it's eight lines of dialogue repeated back and forth. Like, like Bobby said, it's an audition tape. And all they do is read a eight line scene in different styles. So The director says, oh, why don't you do it like this? Why don't you do it like that?
3: It, and, it gets intense and then it gets intense and it also makes you yes. uncomfortable because i feel like just watching this when we get it even reading the tagline you already know what's going to kind of happen you know this guy is going to probably be you know kind of disgusting and like i said perverted um and as i'm sitting here watching it i'm like all right cool he's making her you know flip her hair back he's making her unbutton one button you know off her her shirt when he you can do one more
2: i what s- are like, you doing like i understand oh that God.
3: you're trying but i think you're being really disgusting right now and then when he got his ass up and started like caressing her and on her shoulder i said no we're going too far Immediately and i said go. why she's not doing anything but she had a plan so that's why she was that's why she was like <laughs> she,
2: she did have a plan and that's putting it <laughs> so lightly uh so i just thought this was probably the best use of um kind of a contained space. I know not everybody is a fan of movies or episodes of television that only take place in one place, but I love it. I think it's such a good, it's a good way to stretch your creativity because I always say that like the best way to test your creativity is to put really strict parameters on what you can, you know, on what you're allowed allowed air quotes to do in a project. Um, And I think it forces you to be more creative and, it's so funny because in the interview, uh the director was talking about how she got this as like a download while she was walking. Like she said that she was out for a walk and the script and the whole story wow. just like came to her. And I was like, "Wow, that's a yeah, but that's such a good snapshot of the creative process and to have such a strong message behind it. I I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and she mentions that she wants to turn this, or not necessarily just this, but that she has features. I was like, please. Yeah, I was like, somebody yes. please find I
3: think she even said it. She <laughs> said, well, whoever has money, let's go. <laughs> I just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, girl,
2: we're <laughs> trying. I know. Well, and I think too, like this could have gone, this could have been very surface level, right? Like it's any revenge film... It can be very, I mean, I I love good for her horror, so, you know, I have no problem with it, but I don't know. This just felt, and of course, yes, because I am also an actor, but like this felt so deep for lack of more concise, you know, terminology for this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, it just felt very real and very,
3: I don't know. It just felt like it could actually. I was going to ask you, cause you are actually, (laughs) I'm pretty sure you've done thousands of auditions before. So like um how like did this make you feel for her even more being as though that obviously you could relate because you're you are an actress so
2: oh my god yeah of course um so a lot of stuff for film is done on Mm self-tape now and every now and then you get to actually go and audition in person but i i did have a theater audition right before everything you know shut down in 2020 um where a director, he didn't necessarily grab onto me like this guy or we wouldn't be – we'd be having a very different conversation right I'm now. I'm sure, yeah. But yeah, he just got a little overly friendly and it just made me remember kind of, you know, when you're seen as the ingenue or any sort of – I don't want to say easily taken advantage of, but just sort of, you know, bright-eyed, optimistic – vulnerable there i mean it's it's never shocking but it's always disgusting how open people are to taking advantage of you um
0: one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice
1: dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt
0: until you tried it on same goes for your health care
2: It, he didn't do anything inappropriate with me because I was like, yeah, no, I don't hug when we first meet. Yeah. <laughs> That's very uh, unprofessional. But he went in for a hug and I was like, no. I, no like, <laughs> uh, uh,
3: uh, <laughs> and then of course you feel
2: bad. Yes, I was like, ah! <laughs> I need a water bottle, like a spray bottle like for <laughs> Just, cats. <laughs> 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 ah! Um, but, you know, I say all that to say you you Try to stand up for yourself, and then you kind of have this moment of like, oh, did I just shoot myself in the foot? Did I overthink that? And of course, people are always like, oh, he wasn't making eyes at you, or oh, he wasn't following you home, or oh, he wasn't doing whatever. You're just so uh, egotistical Mm -hmm. or vain. And I'm like, "Mm, I also trust my guts. so.
3: I hate when people do that. It's just like definitely trust your gut. And it's not even just that. It's like if it's something that you're not comfortable with, people need to respect that. Like if somebody wants like yes. listen, I'm a hugger. I came I come from a family that is very affectionate. Um and if I'm close to you and we're really cool, like yes, I'll give you a hug. And that's really it. That's just how I show I used to show my affection. But when COVID um, became a huge thing, I learned real quickly not to do that anymore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's just also people's personal space. Sometimes people don't like it. And um, I remember at work one time, I was you know reaching out for a hug with one person and we were cool like you know we went out to the bar together and yeah. stuff before and it was like no i'm just not comfortable with it i have my own personal reasons and i didn't feel no type of way i said you know what i can understand that everybody's different you know what i mean like i don't know if that might trigger something for you just by me doing it so i have to you know you have to learn to give people their personal space or even ask like hey it's okay if i do this you know so um i feel like what you were saying if people oh like you're thinking too much are you doing this you doing that like no if i'm uncomfortable with something i'm going to let that person know and it, i hope they don't feel like you know i'm doing something wrong or maybe i hope you don't think that oh, i'm shooting myself in the foot it's just like no they need to understand that everybody is not that receptive and they they have to learn it. I i get that not everybody don't have that same mindset but it's just i feel like people need to just learn that more
2: Listen, she definitely let him know at the end. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she sure did. I was here for it. <laughs>
2: she was like, "Oh, you don't need those vocal cords." Uh, and and something else too that I think gets used a lot, specifically in the acting industry, is that they're like, "Oh, it's just for the scene. Yeah. It's just pretend. You know, like it's just acting." Well, the we we have intimacy coordinators mm-hmm. on set. Like I, I just love did an it. episode of something yes. where. Yeah, like we didn't, we weren't even doing anything necessarily sexual, but it was a scene where I had on a bathrobe and the guy playing my husband, like we had to kiss and it was literally just a peck and it was just saying like, you know, bye honey or whatever. But we had an intimacy coordinator on set because I'm in a robe Mm -hmm. and everyone else is fully dressed Mm -hmm. and that alone to have over a hundred crew members just watching you. (laughs)
3: This is the second time I heard this because I listened to Danielle Harris and Scout Taylor Compton's on um, podcast. Oh yeah, and they were kind of yeah. having a similar um, discussion about having um you said intimate coach that's what it is, um intimacy oh intimacy coordinator uh, coordinator and yeah and I believe Danielle had that on a certain movie that she was doing and Scout was surprised because she never heard of that really I believe. And I was just like, and I never heard of that either. I said, that's pretty decent. Like, I love that. They should start doing that all the time. I feel like that should be mandatory. Like, you have to do that.
2: It On most SAG productions, it usually Mm -hmm. is. But that is very new. Uh, But, I mean, listen, it doesn't extend to auditions. Mm -hmm. And I think, for me, this was... I think the reason why I, I was like, oh my God, yes, we have to cover this when I when I finally saw the end of it <laughs> and wow. I like ran to your DMs. I was like, this is what we're watching tonight, <laughs> um, was because even if it wasn't a physical violation, mm-hmm. the audacity of someone to think that you are the perfect target and you're the right. one who's going to let them cross the line… Oh, it makes me yeah. so mad. It just burns me up. I'm like, how dare you? Because, like, no one wants to be the asshole, mm-hmm. right? Like, nobody wants to, like, scream their head off at a random man for, for putting his hand in the smaller back when he's trying to scoot by you at right. the bar. But as a woman, sometimes you've just had that happen one too many times and you're just at your boiling mm-hmm. point and you just kind of let someone have it. <laughs> like, Yeah,
3: you have to, man. Uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, and I know that it's, you know – It's not just women for sure, like, especially once you branch out of heteronormativity. Um, But it's – this ending made me wish that I had retractable fangs. I was like, ugh, how amazing would it be just to scare the shit out of random people that, like – bother me while i'm trying to run around the yeah. park or like you know cat call me or just piss right. me off <laughs> like you're imagine you're like drive you're you know driving through atlanta traffic which is always crazy and someone cuts you off and you, you can turn
3: around like, like, like lost <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what jamie i think uh, you still should do that get some fake things right and just some yeah <laughs> And when that happens, <laughs> just pop them in real quick. Have them in your little side part um, compartment thing, and just pop them in, and just turn around <laughs> and do that. <laughs> I would I love cannot. to be a flower no ball for that. <laughs> uh,
2: listen, if I do that, I'll have to. I'll record it and like TikTok <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh It would do numbers, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I just talked about all of my feelings mm-hmm. for the last you know That's ten good. minutes. But I, I'm definitely interested in in because I as soon as I knew we were going to record together. I saw this and I was like, oh, this is such a good, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it was, a, like I said, it was a good for her. It was a good, good for her yeah. short.
3: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. And I like, again, I feel like this was perfect for you too, because I feel like you can relate to a certain aspect um, because of auditions and stuff like that. I probably only done like maybe three auditions in my life because I wanted to be an actor in my early 20s. Um, and a lot of them just didn't do well and then i did one and i finally got that one and that one was great um so but that was so long ago <laughs> so i only can relate to a little bit but i've never been in a position like that, that's why i, said I can't really relate and i don't really want to uh, speak too much on this situation right here because i've never been in uncomfortable like that but i can feel for the person because i've seen it be done to other people through tv or i heard stories and you know right is right and wrong is wrong and you it, yeah. it still makes you uncomfortable regardless if it has happened to you or not so um i i'm happy that we got the end that we did because it was a definitely a, a spin on you know the good for her i didn't know what was going <laughs> to come out of this i'm like all right something's got to give because we're it's getting deeper into the short is almost up we got like one minute left what's about to happen And it's not because I was getting impatient. It was because I was waiting, like, all right, like, I'm waiting for the big bang. Like, all right, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? (laughs) And we got the big bang, and I was excited for it. And I said, you know what? I want more. Give me, like, five more – not five more minutes. Maybe, like, two more minutes. But I think it was still perfect.
2: Yeah, I wanted to, like, see the damage. Because when she – so she knocks him off screen. They're tussling. And when she leans back up, she does this Mm great, like – you know, like she like fixes her hair and her chin and her the front of her white shirt Bloody. is just covered in blood. Yeah. And uh If K did talk in that interview about how they specifically chose white because it's the you know the virginal color. Um, and I she said that they spent like the majority of their budget was just on the teeth. <laughs> like everything else was super cheap. It was shot in a warehouse in downtown Seattle. Uh, two actors you know you don't see the man's face uh, and then the amazing Lily is played by Lisa Smith she was in
3: she was incredible she was so amazing, I mean yeah. she
2: the range yes. the range I was dying as she like adjusted each mm-hmm. you know little note he gave her but anyways I am gonna go ahead and give this a uh five out of five things I thought it was perfect yeah. I would absolutely watch a feature based on this
3: yeah um, but me yeah,
2: too. I loved it. That's my closing thoughts.
3: <laughs> no, me too. I'll definitely give it a five out of five as well. Um, one thing I wish, cause now that you said that, like you, uh, I, I, well I say, I wanted maybe like two more. I wish you, wish you would. Uh, I, w- I can't talk today. Sorry y'all. What she should have done <laughs> at the end <laughs> After she, like, bit his neck, because obviously we don't know what the guy looked like. We got, like, a, a small glimpse at what he looked like, but we couldn't really tell. I would have liked if she would have got up, took the camera, and had it on him, and just show, like, her work or something, and then it would have cut off. Yes. Yeah, we would have just seen him on the floor, like, throat ripped or whatever. And he's just bloody and just off. I would have been here for that.
2: Yes. And I think the only reason they didn't, again, is just budget constraints. Yeah. Like, they were just trying to, you know, boom, 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 get it made. But that would have been incredible. It would have reminded me of the ending of uh, Paranormal Activity. Yes. Which, that is still the only movie to this day where I had to drive home from the theater with my back light and my back seat <laughs>
3: on.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> but that's a different – we'll we'll have to do a whole other episode mm. on one of our podcasts about that. Uh, well – I appreciate you recording with me tonight, Bobby, as always. Uh, Remember you guys to subscribe to Alter on YouTube and you can find this on their channel. Again, it's Lily, L-I-L-I. And thank you for listening to the Alter Tapes on the Anatomy of a Scream pod squad. Until next
3: time. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody.
2: scream pod squad